My grandpa kept a box in his attic for over 70 years. It contained his entire experience as a soldier during World War II. These are the letters he sent home. Hello and welcome to Airmail from Dip. January 20th, 1945, Philippines. Dear Marion, Hi, been waiting long for this letter? Or have you even missed hearing from me? I started to write you a letter about three different times and was interrupted every time. We're continually on the move. If my pen seems to jump once in a while like this, just overlook it because we're in the middle of a fire mission and I'm perched right alongside one of the guns. Hope we're killing Japs. We're supposed to be. I just ran out of ink and Lieutenant Tony Seriana lent me his. He said I'd better not forget to tell you that he helped out. He also says, tell Marion I just took a bath with her pretty blue washcloth. Well, Marion, to start at the beginning, I'll tell you a little about the boat ride over here. Except for its length, the trip was an enjoyable one. We played lots of bridge and chess. Of course, I read a few good books. They had a very nice library on board. Toward the end of the trip, we were all given the G2 on the landing, so from then on we studied day and night. We had to memorize every yard of the landing beach, and the interior area, and a thousand other little details. Then after we had hit the books long enough, we started to brief the men. The American Army certainly believes in orienting all the men, and it's a good thing. We had several scares on the way across Marion, but no air raids or submarine trouble. When we reached our destination, it was a different story, but not half as bad as we had expected. The chow was very good on ship. The sun sort of slipped out of the heavens all of a sudden, and I had to quit writing. It's now the next morning, so I'll continue with my own pen and ink. As I said before, the chow on the ship was good. We ate both our Christmas and New Year dinners on the water, and had turkey plus all the trimmings both times. We even had pie a la mode once in a while. On one of the ships, not ours, they serve fresh strawberries. The Navy certainly lives a rugged life. We had all the cokes and candy we needed between meals during the bridge sessions. The officers all had good sleeping quarters, with radio in the wardroom. The men didn't fare so well sleeping down in the holds. Pretty stuffy down there. Most of them slept up on the deck until we got into the danger zone. We made two stopovers on the way here. On the first, we got off the boat and stayed for three days. This was really a break for we were given fresh meat every meal, a beer ration, and lots of ice cream. Oh, and I almost forgot mail. That was the last time I heard from you or anyone, Marion. And the sun has come up many times since then. Seems like years ago. I'm sure hurting for a letter. Have you been writing? The spot we're in now is quite pleasant. The temperature hovers around 80 in the daytime, and it gets cool enough for good sleeping at night. We haven't had but one rainy day since we came, and when it does rain, we do like the Swedes do. Let it rain. We naturally get soaked too, because we don't carry our homes with us. You've heard that old phrase, the stars for a blanket? Well, that's us. This is quite a civilized place. Wish I could tell you exactly where I'm at, but censorship forbids it. There are a lot of natives here, Filipinos. They dress quite well on the average and are very clean. Most of them speak English, having gone to school before the Japs came. They are all quite impoverished and will trade almost anything with clothing, soap, or food. They keep us well supplied with bananas, eggs, chicken, and fruit. We give them sea rations in exchange. 
Most of them have Japanese souvenirs to trade. I'll send along a couple of Jap bills I picked up. The one peso note is equal to 50 cents, and the 10 centavos, 5 cents. Of course, all Jap currency is valueless now. Maybe its intrinsic value will increase a little back there in the States. I hear people are pretty souvenir happy. I certainly am anxious to hear from you, Marion. They have promised up some mail soon. I guess you've been doing some skiing these days, although it's hard to realize it being so warm here. I also wonder how you spent Christmas and New Year's. Whose arms were you in when the bells were ringing in 45, Marion? Come clean now. Did the Kins Club have another party in the Spanish room? I'll bet you were having a high time there. I'm only sorry I couldn't be there. I'd no doubt be drunk as usual. Have you heard any news from our friends overseas? I'm kind of worried about Cole. I wrote him three letters before I left without an answer. He's always written faithfully, too. Now that I can't drop in on Lee the way I used to, I better put him on my correspondence list. One thing I forgot to mention is that we have some real roads here. Most of them are blacked up, but the main ones are real cement highways, the first we've seen since leaving New Zealand. Well, Marion, I'm sort of written out now, so I'll close and get this in the mail. I understand mail isn't getting out of here yet, so I don't know how soon you'll get this. I'd be interested to know how long it takes. Now that we're on dry land, you'll be hearing from me more often, although I don't know how regular because we're on the move quite a bit. I miss you and hope you're okay. For gosh sakes, don't forget to write. So long now. Love, Dip. Yes. My greetings to all those gal friends of yours back there. This project is created by me, Christian Olson, with audio production by my brother Eric at Olson Media. The piano music is performed and arranged by my other brother, Jonathan. For more information, follow along at airmailfromdip.com. And for more photographs, follow Airmail from Dip on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>